Good morning. I'm I'm my friend, your friend, everybody's friend. <laughs> I am Kiko Bartolome, a primary leader under the leadership of Pastor Timothy Warden, and we just want to know that you are so blessed. We are already blessed that you're here, and we're so blessed to see you here. No, today we are going to hear a very special message from a very very good friend of mine. He's my brother from another mother. He. I have seen him grow in the Lord, you know, and nakita ko talaga kung paano kumilo si God sa buhay niya personally and in so many areas of his life, in his relationships, in his business, in his uh, wisdom as he grows. Iba yung revelation. So get out your your PNB. Ready na ba yung PNB niyo? Pen, notebook, Bible. Or pwede rin BBB. Bible, ball pen, and book note. <laughs> okay, so please put your hands together from the network of Jingo Bautista, Mr. Peter Paul Nang. <laughs> Pastor Peter Paul Nang. Good morning, everyone. So, I'm, uh, I'm privileged to be in front of you today. Uh, like Kiko said, I'm a 144 of Pastor Tim, primary of Jingo. And sino sa inyong naniniwala, gaya ko na laughter is the best medicine? Yes. Yeah, so let's let's start with a few doses of medicine first. No? This this morning, kinuha ko kasi yung uh, grades ni Julian. Julian is my seven-year-old son. Kinuha ko yung grades niya. And just, I just remembered some things about school. So meron ditong uh, si Johnny. And sabi ni teacher kay Johnny, Johnny... Bibigyan kita ng anim na pusa. Eh, bibigyan kita ng dalawang pusa. Bibigyan pa kita ng dalawa pang pusa. Bibigyan kita ng dalawa pang pusa. Ilang pusa na yun, Johnny? Pito po. Johnny, hindi ka nakikinig. Okay, ulitin natin. Johnny, bibigyan kita ng dalawang pusa. Dadagdagan ko ng dalawang pusa. Dalawa pang pusa. Ilan yun, Johnny? Pito po. <coughs> Okay, Johnny, palitan natin. Bigyan kita ng dalawang mansanas. Dagdagan natin ng dalawang mansanas at dalawa pang mansanas. Ilan yun, Johnny? Anim po. O, oh, tama. Okay, Johnny, bibigyan kita ng dalawang pusa. Dagdagan ko ng dalawang pusa at dalawa pang pusa. Ilan na yun? Pito po. Johnny naman, saan mo na nabuk- saan mo nakuha yung pitong pusa ngayon? Eh, ma'am, may pusa na po ako sa bahay eh. <laughs> Next subject, English. So, John, sabi ng teacher, please use beans in a language. Ay, in a sentence. So, sabi ng sangka klase, my father grows beans. Very good. Okay. Next, my mother cooks beans. Thank you. Okay. Johnny? <laughs> Ma'am, we are all human beings. <laughs> And, and speaking of uh, speaking of proper nouns, by the way, ano ang full name ni Jollibee? No, 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 no. Jollibee Delivery. <laughs> Pero okay, last na. Since pinag-uusapan natin pagkain, alam nyo kasi yung negosyo ko pagkain eh. Uh, and and for those of you who don't know, I am 
part Chinese. Ang apelyedo ko is Nang. I have five other friends na Chinese. Sabi nila, bro, bukas tayo ng negosyo sa vegan. Uh, pagkain din, so alam mo na to, kaya isasama ka namin. Pangalan ng negosyong to, gagamitin natin yung mga apelyedo natin. Okay? D. Go. T. C. Nang. Lao. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, it's time to get serious now. So before we start our message today, let's put ourselves in the presence of God and pray. Holy Spirit, I know that there are a lot of things that you want to tell us today and we know uh, that you will speak directly to each and every one of us. Open our hearts, open our minds, open our ears. And like we declared a while ago, Father... We've seen you move, you move the mountains, and we know we'll see you move again today. Amen. So, we're now in the end of the first quarter of the year, and uh, haven't you noticed na sabi ni pastor, I think it was during the Christmas or the New Year message, na keep your eyes open. Keep your eyes open because I know that God is going to move in this season in our lives. He's doing something new, something big. Diba? Hindi nyo ba nararamdaman? For the past three months, it's as if like something is moving in our lives. Two years ago, nag-attend ako ng Jesus Fest. Jesus Fest is happening right now, today. Two years ago, sabi ni Robin Ryan Rufus, I'm so excited. Siyempre, <laughs> Ano sila, dayuhan eh. So, I, I, excited daw sila because they could see God doing something in the Philippines. Sabi niya, I, I don't know what it is, but we're so excited to see God move in the Philippines. And, and today is Jesus Fest, but I'd rather be here because I think right now, that movement is here. It's time for God to move in La Union. In San Fernando. In SFCC. In your life. Diba? Have you felt Him moving in your life lately? We have, we have uh, Champions Academy. Things are moving in church. Parang biglang, ang bilis, diba? And don't worry, He's gonna move in your life too. So, in our personal lives, while God is moving, napansin ni Pastor Yan, that's why in the past few Sundays, he started talking to us about this invisible war. Diba? It's important to us to fight this invisible war. Kasi, while God is out in the open moving, the enemy is going to try everything he can to keep you from being a part of this. Now, it says in Isaiah 43, verse 19, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now, it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? In other versions, sabi niya, I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. And the question is, shall you not know it? Alam mo, in the biblical sense, pag sinabi niya, uh, si ganito knew his wife, o si ganito knew her husband, knowing means 
to have that most intimate thing happen between the two of you. Knowing is talking about intimacy. And the question is, are you going to be intimate with God in this movement that He is doing in your life? Are you going to be part of what He is doing? The question is before you. Sabi niya, it's already begun. Nag-umpisa na ako. I'm already moving. Are you just gonna sit in the sidelines and watch? Or are you going to be an active, intimate participant in what I am doing in the world right now? Not in the world, in your life right now. And we call to mind, kuminsan ang hirap eh, because there are three things that get in the way of us being an active participant in this new thing that God is doing. The first thing that gets in our way often is lack of perseverance. Ano bang perseverance? It's, it's yung staying power mo. It's, it's yung being able to go on despite hardships and difficulties. And the, the first point I want to make under that is prepare for it. There will be suffering. Sabi ng First Peter chapter four verse one. So then, since Christ suffered physical pain, you must arm yourselves with the same attitude he had and be ready to suffer too. Be ready to suffer too. First Peter chapter four verse. 12 to 13 says, Dear friends, don't, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Wag kayong magulat at the fiery trials you're going through. As if something strange were happening to you. Wag kayong magtaka. Instead, be very glad. For these trials make you partners with Christ in His suffering. So that you will have the wonderful joy of seeing His glory when it's revealed to the world. And again, First Peter, napakalungkot ni Peter, puro suffering. First Peter chapter 2, verse 21, For God called you to do good, even if it means suffering. Just as Christ suffered for you, He is your example, and you must follow in His steps. And sabi nyo, Tito Peter, kaya ka ni Peter, ano ba tong message mo? Puro suffering, suffering, suffering. And the thing is, that's the thing about suffering, diba? Sometimes we suffer through our own choices. Sometimes we suffer through the choices of other people. Wala tayong control. But one thing we accept in life is there is suffering. Whether you're a Christian or not, you suffer through life. But in the words of the Bible, sabi niya, look, when you accept God in your life, you're not just suffering by yourself. Christ has suffered and you are suffering with Him. And sabi mo, I, but I don't want to suffer. Diba? Anong sabi nila dito sa church? Wait, you're an overcomer. You're a champion. You're working from a point of victory. But Tito Peter, why are you telling us about suffering? Because sometimes you need to grow. These are what we call growing pains. And ang sarap ng pakiramdam once you overcome that suffering though. And here's the thing, 
Sabi nga, there is suffering in our lives. No questions asked. That's true. But if you expect God to make your life easy in this season of change, and you keep praying, Lord, please make, life, make my life easy, and sabi niya, no, I'm not going to make your life easy. Once you accept the fact that you will have to go through suffering, you won't hate God. You won't resent God. Hindi ka magagalit sa Diyos when He doesn't make your life easy. That's the point that I want to make here. And besides, sabi niya sa John 16 verse 33, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. But, but, but take heart because I have overcome the world. Sabi niya, don't worry. My suffering, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Diba? Napakaganda niyan. And, you know, when we talk about perseverance, sometimes we talk about stopping and quitting. Naabot mo na ba yung point sa buhay mo when you're doing something and sabi ko, ayoko na to, pagod na pagod na ako, pagod na yung utak ko, pagod na yung puso ko, pagod na yung emosyon ko. <sighs> Gusto ko na lang tumigil. And we stop. Or, sabihin mo, hindi ko na kaya to. Uh, yung responsibility na to, Lampas sa kaya ko. I don't just want to stop. I, I want to quit. Gusto ko nang mag-quit. But it says in the Bible that, you know, we need to start well, but we also, more importantly, need to finish well. Sabi ng Ecclesiastes 7, verse 8, Finishing is better than starting. Patience is better than pride. You stop when you're tired. But you quit when you're overwhelmed. And actually, when you get to that point where you want to quit kasi sabi mo, hindi ko na kaya, lampas na sa abilidad ko to, that's actually the perfect place where God wants you to be. Because this is the point where you realize, Lord, hindi ko kaya to. I need your help. And when you start asking God for help, He just smiles and says, Now you've given me a chance to be God. Now you've given me a chance to do something for you. Diva? Kasi up until you get to that point where you want to quit, kaya mo pa rin eh. You're still relying on your own self. Kaya ko pa to. Kaya pa ng, ng powers ko to. <laughs> Pero once you get to that point na, Lord, di ko na kaya. Hindi na kaya ng powers ko. And then God's like, Oh, I'm so happy you said that because now I can be God. <laughs> di ba? This is the time we lean into grace. We lean into His provision. We lean into His wisdom. We lean into His strength. And we get that supernatural strength. That's supernatural wisdom. So next time you feel like stopping or quitting, just just remember, 
This is part of the enemy's plan. To go against you, to make sure that you don't become a part of this thing that God is doing in your life right now. And there's actually two things that you can say that the enemy really, really hates. Ayon yang marinigto. Ayon yang marinigto. First thing is, Father, I will do as you say. Over and over in the, in the Bible, it says, obedience is better than sacrifice. So in obeying God, we're telling the devil, no, I will not listen to you. I will listen to my father. And the second thing that he really, really doesn't want to hear, and, and I, I don't know this firsthand, hindi ko siya but the second thing is, I will not quit. When you're down there and sabi mo na gusto ko nang tumigil, you just stand up and you say, no, I will not quit. And you will see the enemy tuck tail and bigla na lang siyang tatakbo because he says, this guy, wala akong magawa. He will not quit. Sabi sa Galatians 6, verse 9, So let us not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Diba? James 1.12 says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love Him. Persevere. Get through the suffering. And promise ng Lord, what has He promised? The crown of life. Everything that is good that He wants to give for you. Amen? Amen. Now the second thing, yung pangalawang thing that often gets in the way of us being able to participate in what God wants to do in our life. The second thing is a lack of prayer. Lack of prayer. And eto nga, Bambi spent two Sundays talking to us about prayer. You learn about prayer all the time. And we say prayer is one of the three foundations, one of the three pillars of our faith. Why is prayer such an important part of the Christian life? You know, kung minsan kasi nakakalungkot, um, when you listen to other Christians, other believers, and sasabihin nila, ay, tong buhay ko, lahat na nagawa ko, pagdasal nyo naman na ako. <laughs> or yung ba sasabihin nila, dumating na ba yung panahon? Kailangan na ba nating magdasal? <laughs> Why is it na kung minsan, we make it as if you have to try everything first before you pray? Prayer is not a last resort. It's not a last resort. You know, kuminsan we make it as if you have to try everything first. You have to be able to talk to all your mentors, your leader, gusto mo bang makipag-appointment kay pastor, and then yung kapitbahay mo, yung ninong mo, yung barkada ng ninong mo, yung lasengo dun sa kanto. 
lahat na nakausap mo na and then sasabihin mo, o oh, nga pala, walang gumagana. Uh, Father, dasal na ako sa iyo. Uh, why is it that we run to everyone first to get our answers? And in the end, sasabihin mo, sana nagdasal na lang muna ako kasi doon ko nakuha yung sagot ko eh. Remember that prayer is the greatest and fastest way to get what God wants to tell you. Diba? It's the greatest way because there's no one else speaking in between. It's between you and God. Pag sinabi niyang itong sagot, yun na yung sagot. And it's the fastest way because you don't even have to go and look for Him and make an appointment. As soon as you want to talk to Him right here, right now, sasabihin ko, Lord, may problema ako. He's already listening to you. So why look for someone else? You know? Why is it, I ask, that sometimes prayer is not the first thing we do? Why? There's two things. Sometimes it's because we've forgotten how essential prayer is to our lives. Nakalimutan natin kung gano'ng ka-importante ang prayer sa buhay natin. And think about it. Nung, nung panahon ko, if you wanted to get news, you open the news on TV. May diario, 6pm balita, 6am balita. Pero ngayon, anong uso? Facebook. <laughs> you want to know what's latest, what's greatest? Facebook. And, and daming balita sa Facebook, di ba? Everyone has ideas on Facebook, how to diet, how to do this, how to do that. It's all there on Facebook. And daming experts na nagsasabi, oh, ito galing sa expert, pinost sa Facebook. Ito, pinost sa Facebook. And sometimes, that's where we get our ideas of what we need to do. Sabi ni ganito, nakuha niya sa Facebook. Sabi ni ganito, nakuha niya sa doktor niya. Sabi ni ganito, or nakita ko sa news, nakita ko sa ganito. My question is, what's more important for you to know? what other people's opinions of the world are or what God has to say about what's happening in the world today. Kanino ka maniniwala? Sa expert o sa Diyos? As Christians, we believe in God rather than what other experts have to say. Because sometimes experts say that there's no hope for you. Sometimes an expert will say, well, financially speaking, lugi ka na. <laughs> but God will say, no, I will restore it to you and give you more. Sabi ng doktor, I will give you one month to live. <laughs> Sorry na lang. Eh? But God says, no, I will heal you completely and you will live a long and healthy life. You know? So, if you want to know what God wants to say about you, your situation, the news in your life, don't spend four to five hours of the day on Facebook and hindi mo kayang mag-quiet time ng five minutes. Spend more time with God rather than on Facebook. Let me ask you, what's the first thing you do in the morning? Do you check your Facebook? What's the last thing you do at night? Do you check your Facebook? At pag nag-ring siya habang natutulog ka, titignan mo ba kung sinong nag-like ng post mo? Ah. 
If we were like that with God, wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Actually, pagpasok mo dito, di ba nandyan sa courtyard? First Thessalonians chapter 5, and it's verse 17, not verse 1. It says, never stop praying. Dun sa baba, nakasulat, pray continually. In some verses, it says, pray without ceasing. What does this actually mean? What does this mean? Because, you know, when we talk about the Word of God and the, the Lamb of God and blood, sasabihin natin, the Word is like yung dugo that circulates in our life. But prayer, prayer is like oxygen. As much as the Word of God is circulating, you need prayer like oxygen in your life. So what does this mean, you know, when it says, pray without ceasing, never stop praying, you know? Uh, excuse me lang. Ah. So anyway, ano na yung sinasabi ko? Excuse me lang. Ang hirap ng ganito, sandali, excuse me lang. <laughs> Ganyan ba tayo magsalita? Hindi, no? I don't have to stop talking to you and breathe. Am I stopping breathing while I'm talking to you? Am I stopping breathing while I'm driving the car or reviewing or cooking or eating? Do we stop breathing? No. So how is praying like oxygen? Do you have to stop everything you're doing to pray? No. Pray in everything you're doing. Pray while you're walking. Pray while you're driving. Pray while you're reviewing. So all the time, instead of being connected to FB, FB, instead of being connected to FB on data, you're connected to God on your own personal, dedicated, unshared, unlimited line. Diba? Kung gusto mo ng update habang nagtatrabaho ka, Lord, anong update mo sa akin ngayon? Di ba? Nagda-drive ka. Lord, anong mas maganda? Dito sa left or right para hindi ako ma-traffic? Oh, He knows better than ways. Lord, anong mas sarap kainin dito? Itong lechon? <laughs> o yung french fries? Alam niya. Di ba? Connect to Him, not on Facebook. And kuminsan, the second thing why we don't make prayer, the first thing we do, is we've forgotten how well it works. Nakalimutan na natin. Daniel 10 verse 12 says, Then He said, Don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before God, your request has been heard since the first day, sabi niya. Not ngayon lang. And the angel said, I have come in answer to your prayer. 
I have come in answer to your prayer. Wow. James 5, 16-18 says, The earnest prayer of a righteous person. And sasabihin ng kaaway sa utak mo, but, but you're not a righteous person. <laughs> sabihin mo lang, no, 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 no. My righteousness is in Christ. Don't forget that. The prayer, the earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful, wonderful results. And it goes on, Elijah. And sasabihin ng kaway, but you are not Elijah. <laughs> Hindi ka propeta. But sabi dito, Elijah was as human as we are. Diba? Elijah was as human as we are. And yet, when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Wow! And then when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. Prayer works. Kung sasabihin mo, Tito, hindi naman ako si Daniel. Daniel was a man in the Old Testament. Sino ka? You are of the New Covenant. You're not just Daniel. You are more than Daniel. You're more than Elijah. They were prophets. They were men of God. But who are you? You're a child of God. We're more than Daniel. We're more than Elijah. We are righteous. We are children of God. And don't forget that when you pray to your father for something, He's more than happy to supply your needs. Prayer works. Who has ever prayed for something and God answered it? Sino? Who among you? Prayer works. And what do you do when you don't know what to pray anymore? Kasi kung minsan sobrang gulo ng utak mo, you're like, but dito, sa sobrang dami ng problema ko, I don't even know what to pray for anymore. Anong uunahin ko? Anong, at sa dami-dami, listahan ng problema ko, what do I pray for first? Well, in case you don't know what to pray, let me give you a tip. Pray the most powerful prayer, which is in Ephesians 6, verse 18. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion. If you ever get to the point where you don't know what to pray, sabihin mo lang, Holy Spirit, ikaw nang bahala magdasal. I just want to pray right now. I, I, sa gulo ng buhay ko, I don't even know kung anong unahin ko. I leave it to you. I just want to pray. Let's pray together. You pray for me. Prayer works. So every time you ask something from God, don't remember. I don't forget. Instead of asking everyone, ask Him first. And believe that it will work. Because when God is asking you to do these amazing new things in your life, the amazing things that God wants to do through you and in you, it will also demand amazing, crazy, big, bold faith in God. And sometimes that's the third thing that keeps us from participating in what God wants to do in our life. We lack faith. 
We have a lack of faith. You know, the question often is, how do we increase our faith? Lord, parang naubusan na ako ng faith. How do we increase our faith? Jesus said in Mark 11, verses 22 to 24, then Jesus said to His disciples, have faith in God. I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen. And have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. Not my words. He said the words of Jesus Himself. But sometimes, Lord, that mountain is too big. How can I even dare to pray? This is, this is what the disciples said to Jesus in Luke 17, chapter, five, uh, chapter 17, verse 5 to 6. The apostles said to the Lord, Show us how to increase our faith. And the Lord answered, If you have faith even as small as a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, may you be uprooted and be planted in the sea and it would obey you. Ganun lang kakonti. Yun ang puhunan mo. How do we increase our faith? You know, there's, there's a purpose to why we read the Bible every day. It's, there's, there's a reason why the first thing you learn is how to do your soap. Hindi lang ito requirement dahil nandito ka sa SFCC. Hindi to requirement dahil nasa network ka ni ganito at kailangan perfect seven ang soap nyo every week. Kundi, lagot ka. There's more to it than just that. Reading the Word every day actually increases your faith every day. For some of us kasi, inisip natin parang assignment lang to eh. Eh, nag-aaral na nga ako. Sawa na ako sa assignment. Ito pa, assignment na naman. But try to think of it in another way. How about forgetting about thinking of this as part of your weekly, daily, mandatory assignment? And just think of this as, this is something I can do every day to increase my faith. And while I'm reading the Bible, I, I can keep these two things in mind. To help me read the Bible and encourage and help my faith grow. The first is when you read the Bible, you're reviewing His record daily. Tinitignan mo yung track record ng Diyos. At the beginning, sabi natin, God said, I am doing a new thing. Look, I am doing a new thing. In the two verses before that, he said this in Isaiah 43, verses 16 to 18. Sabi niya, I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters. 
making a dry path through this sea. He was talking about Moses and the Exodus. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves and they drowned. Their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candlewick. But forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do. And then he said, Behold, I am doing a new thing. What did he do there? He said, Look at what I have done. When we read through the Old Testament, we see how faithful God is over and over and over. Diba? Makikita mo what he did with Abraham. Yung pangako niya naging totoo. What he did with Isaac, yung pangako niya naging totoo. What he did with Jacob and Moses and David and so on and so on and so on. In Romans 15 verse 4, it says, Such things were written in the Scriptures long ago to teach us. And the Scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. If you were here last Tuesday, Kiko spoke about hope. And in the Christian sense, hope is not suntok sabuan na sana mangyari. Hope is I know God made a promise and hinihintay ko na lang mangyari. And kung minsan, kung napapagod ka ng maghintay, you go back to the Bible and you say, wait, but God was faithful here. God was faithful here. God was faithful here. And you take what Daniel, uh, what David did and apply it to your own life. David, as you know, became one of the greatest kings of Israel. But how did he begin? He was a shepherd boy. And one day, pinadala siya ng tatay niya. Sabi niya, David, punta ka nga dun sa front lines because Israel at the time was fighting with the Philistines. Sabi niya, meron ka mga kapatid doon kasama ng army. Dalin mo nga tong pagkain na to at kamustahin mo sila. And so, David went. And taman-taman, nung dumating siya doon, Goliath was out and sinasabi niya, Whoa! Sinong kayang mag-challenge sa akin? I defy you! Sabi niya. <laughs> and narinig ni David yun. And he began questioning his brothers and all the other soldiers. Sabi niya, Who is this pagan Philistine anyway? Sinong ting- tong Pilistinong pagano that he is allowed to defy the armies of the living God? Sabi niya, You are the armies of the living God. Pinapayagan niyo yung gawin niya to sa inyo? And this young shepherd boy, yung tanong niya was heard all the way to the king's camp. And sabi ni King Saul, bring David before me. And so, sinabi rin ni David, nakaharap na siya sa hari. Sabi niya, bakit hinahayaan yung ipagmaliit niya? This is the army of the living God. Why are you allowing him to do this to you? Sabi niya, I will kill that Philistine. I will kill that giant. 
And sabi ni Saul sa kanya, anong sabi ni Saul? Don't be ridiculous. You're just a boy. And sometimes, isn't that how we feel when we're faced with our own problems? Na gusto mong labanan, but everyone around you is saying, don't be ridiculous. Tao ka lang. Don't be ridiculous. Empleyado ka lang. Don't be ridiculous. Tudyante ka lang. Don't be ridiculous. Sino sa tingin mo? Sino ka ba? But David did not let that affect him. Ang sagot niya kay Saul was, I remember, I remember when I was tending my sheep, there were bears, there were lions. Yung lion, kung nakuha niya yung lamb, hahabulin ko yung lion with my club and pinatay ko yung lion na yun with my bare hands. A bear did the same thing. And I killed that bear with my bare hands. But sabi niya, it was not because of me. I remember because the Lord my God delivered me from those bears. He delivered me from the claws of the lion. And I know that He will deliver me now from that Philistine. As you review God's record, in history, don't forget that history is not finished. The God of Jacob, Abraham, and Isaac that we read about in history, who did such wonderful things, is your God. He's alive today. The story of Jesus does not finish in the last book of the Bible. It continues in your life. Your life is part of God's story. So when you read about all those people in the Bible, and you get inspired, you remember, wait, He is my God too. More than that, He's my Father. And when I remember what He did in their lives, I remember nung sobrang hirap na yung buhay ko, and I was having financial problems, I prayed and He answered my prayer. When I was sick, I prayed and He answered my prayer. When I was down and there was no one else around, I prayed and He spoke to me. And I'm confident now, as I look back in His record, that He will still be faithful to me right now. And another way that we continue to build our faith is not just to look in the past and apply it in the present, but in reading, in reading the Bible every day, we receive His Word for today. Let me ask you a question. When is the best time to receive God's Word for you today? When is the best time to receive God's Word for you today?
first hour in the morning. I heard anything, anytime today. <laughs> Actually, that's right. You know, I, I, I go, I used to get God's Word today, first thing in the morning. But then I was reading about Paul dun sa Acts of the Apostles, and something changed my mind. And actually, the best time to get God's Word for you today is not today. It's yesterday. Ah! It, this story, kasi it, it inspired me, you know. You go through Acts 27 one time. The whole of Acts 27. And ang nangyari dyan is, bilanggo na si Paul. And gusto nilang i-transport si Paul sa Rome to hold trial in front of Caesar. And Paul, Paul was uh, a happy prisoner. Hindi siya sakit sa ulo. You know, he just went along. And uh, they were transporting him on a Roman ship and they got somewhere. And they said, lipat natin siya to dito sa Egyptian ship na to bound for Rome. And sabi ni Paul, you know what? I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> you know, you could lose the ship, you could lose your cargo, you could lose many things. Pero siyempre, prisoner siya. Sino makikinig sa prisoner? They put him on the ship anyway. And what happened? The biggest storm ever came upon that ship. Sino nang nakapanood ng perfect storm? It was like that. The perfect storm. To the point na tinapon na nila yung cargo. Lahat ng kain nilang itapon, tinapon na nila. Hindi lang cargo. They started throwing away yung mga gamit na nila sa ship. Kumuha sila ng tali. They started tying it around the ship para lang hindi siya mawasak. You know how bad that is already? Everyone was ready to die. Sabi nila, oh no, ano nang gagawin natin? Except for one man who was so calm. And guess who that was? That was Paul. <laughs> and when he finally spoke, sabi sa Acts 27, verses 21 to 26, sabi niya, no one had eaten for a long time. Finally, Paul called the crew to the crew to <clears throat> sorry called the crew together. Men, you should have listened to me. <laughs> you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. <laughs> you would have avoided all this damage and loss. Ah, but. But, laging may but sa Bible eh. But, take courage. Take courage. None of you will lose your lives. Even though the ship will go down. For last night, an angel of the God to whom I belong and whom I serve stood beside me. And he said, do not be afraid, Paul, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God 
in His goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So take courage, for I believe God. It will be just as He said. It's may pahabol pa eh. <laughs> but we will be shipwrecked on an island. <laughs> Sometimes you find that as soon as you wake up in the morning, the storm is already upon you. And where will you find time to find God's Word for you today when the storm is already upon you? So I like, I like to get God's Word for today, yesterday. The story continues. They dropped all the anchors. And hindi na nila alam kung anong gagawin nila. They were all so tired. Pagod na sila. They wanted to stop because they were tired. But because the storm was so overwhelming, they wanted to quit. They wanted to stop. They wanted to quit. They were suffering. They were going through suffering, but they could not persevere. And what's more, they didn't pray. Because instead of praying when the storm came upon them, what did they do? They started throwing out the cargo. They started tying the ship together. There was only one man among them who persevered. One man among them who prayed. One man among them who had faith. But sometimes that's all it takes. Just one man. You could be that one man. And what did Paul do? Sabi niya, eat. Keep up your strength. No one was eating anymore. He took bread. He broke the bread. He shared it with them and he started eating it. And as soon as he remembered and reminded everyone by breaking bread that there is a God, that there is someone who listens, that we can stand on faith, everyone else started eating. Everyone else started regaining their strength. And even though the ship fell apart, they were able to swim to shore and not one of them died. Just one man. So take a look at your life today. Look at what kind of problems you think you might be facing and see what is it that you are lacking? Are you maybe lacking in a little perseverance? Gusto mo na bang tumigil? Are you lacking in prayer? Are you not praying the way you should be? Or maybe you just need a little faith.
Well, the answers are right there in front of you. We worship. We pray. We read the Word of God. So, as we pray today, I don't want you to bow your heads. I I don't want you to bow your heads. I want you to stand up. We stand up and we pray. We declare, Father, Father, we believe that miracles still happen today. I pray miracles happen in your life today. Father, we may be faced with problems and we think we can't persevere. We might want to quit. We might want to stop. But instead of stopping, instead of quitting, we declare your word over our life. We worship you. We know that we can get through this. Father, we declare that we will pray every day because we know that your prayer, that our prayers are heard. We declare that our prayers will work. And more than that, Father, we declare that we have faith. We have faith. And we declare in our lives that because of what Jesus has done in our lives, we are righteous and we are your children. And that more than just faith, we can come boldly before your throne of grace and ask for your help, your provision, your healing, your wisdom, your strength. And you will answer our prayers. And we declare, Father, we declare all this in Your mighty name, in Jesus' name. And we also declare, we declare in our lives, we declare, we declare, Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You never failed me. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Your faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You never, your promise. Your promise. 